What is up, still studying? Happy Sunday. Happy day after first preseason game, August 14th, 2022. And welcome to episode number 384 of the study session. Post-game edition, the Pittsburgh Steelers took on the Seattle Seahawks yesterday in their first preseason contest. Had some time to watch it for the second time. As you know, I was in attendance to the game and going to provide my insights and analysis to you this evening here on this Sunday and my gratitude to you for joining me here today. Yin's beautiful, beautiful studying. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the game yesterday. It was a festive atmosphere at Heinz Field. Was there with my entire family. It was the first time that my youngest and my middle daughter had a chance to attend a Steelers game and they had a blast. It made me super happy. My oldest now has a brand new TJ Watt jersey. He was very proud of himself, was rocking that yesterday. So he will be definitely repping his favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers this Sunday. But overall, just a phenomenal environment tailgating there in Acroshore Stadium parking lot and good stuff but let's get to the actual game so I had some time to like I said go back through the tape for a second time and I wrote about the offense this morning a lot of people are going to talk about the quarterback play how that was the strongest position on offense and they did play well really across the board Mitch Trubisky with a nice touchdown pass to Gunnar Olszewski. Excuse me, Gunnar Olszewski. Jim, I'm correcting myself there. But he showed mobility in a pocket. He was able to move around. He showed a command of the offense and just really played an overall solid game. He got pulled early, which I think tells you his standing in the quarterback race. But then in came Mason Rudolph, who I believe it was his second play was sacked. Maybe it was the first play. And then he proceeded to make some connections and then hit George Pickens for a nice touchdown pass in the right corner of the end zone. Georgie P toe tap, got his feet in and then did the, the new trending Antonio Brown dance, but solid play by Mason. He still showed the flat footedness in the pocket, lack of awareness of the pass rush. I still saw that Kenny Pickett played very well. I mean, how can you argue against him leading the team back for the victory, especially with that touchdown pass with three seconds left on the clock? What I noticed about his game yesterday, little short dump-off passes in the flat, throwing outside the numbers, wasn't really attacking the middle of the field, field much and really only went downfield one time, and he threw behind the receiver. I still would like to see more zip on Kenny Pickett's ball when he throws. I know he's got to put touch on some of those passes he threw yesterday, but it was overall a good showing for his first contest. Two touchdowns, one two-point conversion, and he too showed mobility. He scrambled several times, but he still has work to do. So for those people out there saying that he was flawless, phenomenal, there are still areas in his game that he needs to improve and get better, and he knows that as well. Jalen Warren is a stud. 
I wonder if it was enough to force the Steelers to begin thinking about whether or not he is enough to replace Benny Snell. The one thing I'll say about Warren is every carry, he went forward. He moved the pal forward. He's he's small. He's only 5'8", and he showed an ability to get under defenders and just when it looked like nothing was there, pick up one, two, three, four yards. I was really impressed by Warren. He's definitely making this roster. It just poses some strong questions now to the organization. What do you do with Benny Snell? Anthony McFarland had a nice game yesterday as well. He's going to make the team. He finally looks like he's coming into form, but <laughs> it's an, going to be an interesting decision for this organization to make, especially if Jalen Warren continues to play like he did. At the receiver position, Gunnar Olszewski played well. He is tweeter from Varsity Blues, like I said. My man tweeter out there, but just looked like a gritty ball player, always fighting to get open. He was wide open on that touchdown pass. Trubisky saw him, laid it in there. Excellent work. Steven Sims, the guy that they signed last year, was on the practice squad from the Washington football team, had a great punt return for 38 yards, a great rush for 38 yards. He He's a guy who can, when he makes the decision to turn it on, he can go. So I think he's got a real shot to make this roster. Made a few plays in the passing game, nothing significant, but was really impressed by him. Connor Hayward showed sure hands. He caught the two-point conversion. And really, you got to be just impressed overall with the offense. Didn't get as much time to spend watching the offensive line. And what little I did, Kendrick Green continues to be a mixed bag. I did see a few times where he was able to anchor down against the rush and not allow himself to get driven back. But then there were other times where he got driven into the backfield. James Daniels showed some aggressiveness, continuing his blocks downfield as the play progressed. But I also saw him get beat a bit, as I did Dan Moore. But I want to spend some more time watching the offensive line before I draw any hard conclusions there. Kevin Rader made a few nice plays. Nothing to write home about. Sternberger had a catch. But again, I would say overall the offense was the best unit of the day. On the flip side, the defense, I was not as impressed. And I know that they weren't playing a lot of starters. There were a few in there. But the depth really underperformed. And I'm not saying that there was cause for concern, but I would have liked to have seen a little bit better output, a better showing against the Seahawks. One player who... I just don't know what to say. I want this guy to play well, but Devin Bush really just did not look good at all. He was he looked slow. He looked slow to diagnose the play, to get near the ball carrier. He got caught up in the trash. He had difficulty getting off blocks. It was not a good showing for him. The same goes with his pass coverage. And Robert Spillane, even though he's been getting more snaps in his starting role over Bush, he was outclassed and pass coverage as well. So the inside backers weren't great, although Miles Jack really had a nice performance, showed aggressiveness, the willingness to shoot, run lanes, and get in the backfield to blow up plays. So if there was one bright spot at inside backer, it was Miles Jack. Buddy Johnson had seven tackles. Some of those were on special teams, but he was out of position a lot in terms of pass coverage and run fits. So could the team look to do something else there at inside linebacker? Possibly because from what I've seen so far this preseason, it's not great. And I think Devin Bush, after his injury, I think there's enough tape now behind him. I don't know if he's ever going to be the same. 
Could he be cut before camp is over? Maybe. Could he be traded? Possibly if somebody would want to take a flyer on him. But the way he is performing right now, it's not going to cut it. Nothing really to write home about on the defensive line. They really got pushed off the ball. Henry Mondo had a sack, but if you watched him on the D-line, he was getting driven back. Isaiah Loudermilk got a little bit of push, but he was being handled quite easily as well. So not too much happening on the defensive line. Outside backer Derek Tuska got a lot of repetitions, as did Delonte Scott. But again, nothing really to write home about. And the secondary, Trey Norwood, really stood out as a player who showed improvement from last year to this year, made some plays, was around the ball a lot. And James Pierre made a few nice plays. However, he was inconsistent and uneven for every good play that he did make. He'd give up a big pass play down the field. So I wasn't super impressed, really, with number 42, James Pierre there in the secondary. Carlins Platel eh, really didn't play very well. Don- Donovan Steiner, safety, second-year safety out of Florida, Eh, didn't really play very well. Just in general, it was not a good showing from the defense. I know Mark Robinson had that sack there at the end, but if you watch that play, he came in completely free. Sure, he delivered a big hit, forced the fumble, showed uh, attention to where the ball was and where he delivered the hit, he forced the fumble. But other than that, they've got a lot of work to do on defense. So I'm walking away from this game highly encouraged about the offense but with a lot of concerns about the defensive depth. And I said that when I was in training camp. If there was a unit that looked better, it was the offense. I felt that was the case yesterday. So a lot of work to do yet on the defensive side of the ball. It's definitely not time to hit the panic button. Again, this is not the starting defense out there, but we need to see that depth play better on defense in the next contest against the Jacksonville Jaguars next weekend. Big takeaways. The city of Pittsburgh loves Kenny Pickett. That was definitely on display by the ovation that they gave him when he came out on the field. Great, great reception there. George Pickens is a stud, as is Jalen Warren. Very excited by those guys. And can't wait for week number two of preseason Steelers football against the Jaguars. Again, that is next Saturday. A ton of content coming your way here on the Still Study, following up on coverage of this game. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah, someone's cutting grass around here. Can't you see I'm, hey, don't you see I'm recording a study session here? Huh? Dude must be from Baltimore. Anyway, studying's my gratitude and appreciation to you for joining me here on this Sunday. We can connect one of three ways. Comment directly on the articles. Hit me up on Twitter at Still Study. Shoot me an email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. Would love to connect with you. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Don't forget that the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts, so subscribe, and we can connect that way with daily updates to your feed. And remember, on this beautiful Sunday, August 14th, the day after a Pittsburgh Steelers preseason victory, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Have a great Sunday and a great rest of your weekend. See you.